sometimes, you know, you get to know people and as you get to know them, they become a little less sexy or a little more annoying. You get the ick. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I, was, I can remember having a crush on someone when I was in high school and I had a crush on them for ages. And when I went, you know, finally went around to their house and it was a big deal, mm. I saw them eat and it was all over <laughs> Red Rover. <laughs> Is it something about you or is it something about them? Because you've got to be honest with yourself there as well. Come on. It's Let's Talk About Sex Time and I'm joined by Tanya Coons. Hey, Maya. Hello. <laughs> Uh, and today we've got something, I think, a little different to what we would usually talk about. If this is your first time listening to Let's Talk About Sex, this is a segment aimed towards raising sexual health um, awareness, uh, pleasure health, um, and debunking any myths in the bedroom and taking the shame out of it as well. Yeah. Now, education and pleasure. Yeah. <laughs> Today we're talking about something pertaining to dating and I guess more on the human interaction side of things. Yeah. We're talking about ghosting, which I'm sure if you're listening, this is something you can relate to in either it's possibly happened to you, you've maybe unintentionally done it to someone. It's that moment of when you think you're getting to know someone, things are going great, those early days of dating, you're super into them and then all of a sudden they just poof and disappear, you can't hear back from them. They suddenly go cold, which can be, I think, pretty jarring, but I think it happens a lot that not only does it make, I think, some people more upset when it does happen because you can almost anticipate it, but it's kind of like you're getting ready for it to happen so when it does you're like Ugh. don't you think oh i don't know i think sometimes people are really expecting things to be traveling along and then suddenly where where did that person go yeah did they get run over by a bus um was it something i said what what happened you know it can be a real surprise sometimes people can feel it because you can i think feel when the interest is waning in yeah somebody I, I think that's true um but yes, sometimes people just vanish, don't they? I think everybody's got a good ghosting story these days. Yeah, and I mean, I guess even if you can see it coming or can't, I think the feelings that getting ghosted leaves yeah. is definitely something that everyone can resonate with. It's still unexpected, still jarring, and when it happens, it can kind of cause someone to feel as if it just came out of nowhere. Why do you think people ghost, Tanya? Um... I don't know what causes us to change our minds, I think is a question, you know, about anything. Sometimes, you know, you, you might be like, yeah, I'm eating lots of pizza and I'm really loving it and digging on it. And then it's like, yeah, no, I don't want to have that anymore. <laughs> you know, um, People change their minds about lots of things. When it's dating, I think uh, it really depends where you're at, whether you're on apps, whether you're seeing somebody. But it's not uncommon for people to see each other for a little while and then change their mind. And I actually think that when you do that, you are dating successfully because really isn't dating trying people on for size mm -hmm. uh, for long-term relationships? And actually, I don't want to say that because it isn't. Some people are just happy dating. So it's about what's going on for the people, what's negotiated, what the expectations are. But I do think um, 
sometimes, you know, you get to know people and as you get to know them, they become a little less sexy or a little more annoying. You get the ick. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> or you see some of their... Um, their habits and you're like, oh, I don't do things that way or mm. that, that doesn't work for me. Um, we'll chat about the limerence side of things later, which is the honeymoon um, feeling. But you also need to remember that folks are on their best behaviour when they start seeing someone, right? And it's that's a long time to keep your guard up as things keep going along. So gradually when we drop our guard and let people see more of us as time goes on, sometimes we may not be what they want or they might not be what we want. And that's really okay. I think trying to force things just because you're seeing each other or just because you may have started being intimate, that's not always great. Sometimes people are sort of like, yes, I've sort of had a few hot nights with you and maybe that's about all it's going to be. It's disappointing if both people aren't on the same page. But sometimes people might need the other person to end it to go, actually, you know what, that wasn't going so well for me either. Mm. Sometimes we we may realise that we've been working hard to make it work um, and maybe there wasn't enough spark in the first place. And and I think too lots of folks can get scared off by the responses from people that they start seeing. So it might be like, yay, I'd love to go on a second date and suddenly it's like, do you want to meet my family? When am I seeing you next week? What about my friends? It's my birthday, blah, blah, blah. And it just gets a little bit overwhelming because it's too much too fast. Yeah, totally. Yeah. I mean... I think also this is something that happens a lot if you maybe use dating apps. Yeah. We, we got a story of someone who got ghosted um, on Bumble and then unintentionally turned around and started dating their best friend. Oh! <laughs> That's definitely a way to flip ghosting on its head. Yeah. <laughs> um, but I think also on the other side, I think maybe there are times when... Like, if I really think hard about it, I think maybe there's been a time where I've unintentionally ghosted someone just because I didn't really know without kind of insulting someone or being really blunt or harsh, I just wasn't really interested anymore. Yeah, I think sometimes we do have to be really blunt or harsh. That kind of segues us into um, the next question. But I did want to say, I, I I can remember having a crush on someone when I was in high school, and I had a crush on them for ages. And when I went and finally went around to their house and it was a big deal, Mm. I saw them eat and it was all over Red Rover. (laughs) (laughs) I couldn't believe it. I was like, no, 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 no. And and I beat a hasty retreat and it was really terrible for everyone. Yep. That is so (laughs) Well These things happen. They do. And when it does, or if it does, what are you supposed to do? Should you wait it out? Should you cut them loose? Go cold turkey? Should you turn around and, I guess, like, revenge date someone? Ooh, what have they done to make you revenge date? Well, that would be my question. Yeah, that's true. Yeah. I think it's really up to you what you do. If, it, if it's one annoying thing, ask yourself, can I live with this? I say this at least ten times to people when um, I'm seeing couples Remember, we are all fundamentally very irritating. We are, right? (laughs) It's important to know that because you will get annoyed with uh, your partner over time and we all do things that are annoying. I know that I can be very annoying and I've got quite a few friends out there that will attest that. Um, But I think if you're happy about 75% of the time, you're doing really well. There's no such thing as perfection and maybe it's about understanding what, deal breakers are for you. 
So clearly, when I was in high school, how people ate was a deal breaker for me. <laughs> but there might, you know, there might be other things. So sit with how you're feeling. What is it that's bothering you? Is it something about you, or is it something about them? Because you've got to be honest with yourself there as well. Totally, and I think that's a really good point to make because maybe. I think it's safe to assume a lot of the time someone who gets ghosted or does the ghosting maybe does it without really thinking something through. Sometimes. I mean, it's pretty easy to just go, huh, oh well, and walk away from things and not let people know. But I also think a lot of um, a lot of the time people don't want to put themselves in an uncomfortable situation of saying, hey, it's not really going so well for me. Or, so it's easier to walk away from something difficult. I mean, I talk to parents all the time about talking to their kids about sex and um, they're like, oh, we couldn't do it. I'm like, actually, you'll feel uncomfortable for approximately 45 seconds. And then you'll have a really good conversation that could save your kids' lives, but definitely give them good information. Mm. Uh, so sometimes in life we have to do things that aren't great. Sometimes in life we hurt other people even if we don't want to, even if we care about them. Uh, and we also have to be able to be adults enough to take those hurts. Yeah. It's not pleasant, but um, that's, you know, that's a part about being a human being. We have to learn to say no and we have to learn to hear no and those kinds of things keep us safe in the relationships that we have. Oh, my God, Tanya's spewing all kinds of <laughs> crazy mic drop levels of wisdom. <laughs> I love it. Now, before we break into a quick song, what if someone's starting to feel like it's happened one time, two times, maybe five or six times... At what point do you think it goes from normal, a normal kind of like dating experience and trying things out and just it fizzling out to a pattern of losing interest? Mm. Uh, I, well, I think some folks like the hit of new relationship energy. It's exciting, right? And, you know, what's not to like about that? Very excited about seeing someone, anticipation, discovery. You're interesting. You're interested. It's hot. Right, And then there's all the sexual discovery as well. Really great. So a lot of folk only want that part of the relationship. And I'm like, okay. They don't want to put in the hard work about being in a, a long-term relationship. So maybe it's kind of like I only want the cream off the top of the milk bottle. Mm. right? So sometimes they can turn into serial daters or serial monogamists. Uh, it's what you're after that you have to be clear about. I think if you only want the good times, you know, because I see lots of people on dating profiles saying, I only want someone that I can laugh with, have great sex, good times, talk to, blah, blah. And I'm like, okay, that is the cream off the top of the milk. But yeah. you, you have to actually put in a little bit of effort to get to that point with people as well. So sometimes folk don't understand that. Other times they don't want anything serious. They don't want to put in an effort. They don't want all of that stuff, which is fine. Just make sure that's okay. You've got to chat to the folk that you're dating and let them know if you don't want anything serious or long term or, you know, uh, I'm just, you know, I want to take this slowly. I'm not sure what I'm after. Whatever it may be, it's letting the other person know because I think that's the difficult part when we come to ghosting. If somebody's all excited about what they're doing with someone and then they vanish, that's really, it's you know, it's a bit of pill to swallow. Mm. We're going to come back here on Let's Talk About Sex to discuss more about communication and giving you the tools to be able to communicate effectively with regards to ghosting. And we're going to come back and chat a little bit more about that first relationship energy and feels. But first, we're going to dip into some Nava with Sebra. 
brilliant Persian uh, Iranian singer and producer right here on FBI. Don't go anywhere. Let's talk about sex. It's coming right back. Right there on FBI, Nava with Sebra, a two-piece um, from their forthcoming EP, Sarabe. I want to give a shout-out to the person on 0409-945-945 who said, I mean, ghosting is shit and people do it because they are too afraid to end things or face, them, face the confrontation. To be honest, it's being a bit of a coward. What do you think, Tanya? Yep. I'll give you the short answer. Yeah. Um, Most people are really, uh, they don't like to cause pain for other people. So I can understand that. But the more you avoid things, the more you're leading the other person on. And the other person's kind of like, okay, what happened there? Was it something I said? Was it something I did? Did they, you know, like I said, did they get run over by a bus? I even have that if clients cancel on me or don't show up, I need them to let me know because I want to know they're okay. If you want to, you know, if something's going on, okay, but just let me know. Even yeah. if it's I don't want to see you anymore, which is fine. Just let me know. Feedback. Right? Yeah. <laughs> yeah. And I think it's a little difficult. And I guess they're sort of not wanting to have difficult conversations. And I understand it because none of us like hurting other people or being put on the spot or being asked why if we can't even articulate it. Mm. So, yeah, we'll, we'll get to that because we're going to do some tips on how to do that. Yes, because Kindly. we were just talking about ha- those early relationship feels when everything is really yeah. exciting you get that rush of endorphins hormones everything's everything's pumping yeah we've talked even on the show about how after about a year that rush will start to i guess like wane and plateau a little bit plateaus maybe Wow, you, not the right descriptor, but you know what I'm, you know what I'm saying. Well, it's kind of about hormones there, so it, it's important to remember that when you take a new lover, you get a push of these hormones because we're hardwired to find a mate. So these hormones effectively put blinkers up that mm-hmm. prevent you from seeing that they burp and they fart and they scratch their bum just like everybody else. They make you very interested and interesting. Lots of spontaneous sex. It's really easy to get to sex and it's really easy to be adventurous, right? These are really great hormones, DHEA. We've actually managed to um, put them in pill format, but sadly they do not work. (laughs) I think we should have pills that make you like just be all loved up. (laughs) Well, there are those, but you know. So, but yes, they don't, these hormones sort of last for six to 24 months. And then they they disappear. So sometimes it feels like the shine is coming out of things or people feel like they're falling out of love. Mm. It's most likely falling out of lust. Yes. Right? Because lust is an incredible blinder for other things. Yep. When it's all about the sex, we don't want to see other things in people that might be irritating because they're hot Mm. and we're having a good time. Yeah. So... I think it's interesting to just sort of get that in context as well. I see a lot of people who are serial monogamous who feel like they're falling out of love because because it isn't that hot, new sort of thing. But I reckon, you know, and I say this all the time to folks, loving someone is a decision to show up every day. Yeah. You know, we have all of this romantic love and that's there too, but it's really a decision to show up. It's really a decision to be there despite them being very annoying today or sad today or angry today, whatever it may be. It's a decision to show up day after day after day after day. 
And yes, it's not easy sometimes. And yes, things are not sexy sometimes. But people don't realize you also need to work at your intimate relationships to make them hot and keep them sexy. You know, it's a little bit of effort to keep things humming along really well. It's not always that easy limerence phase. Mm. So I think that's where we get the, the, oh, something's going wrong here feelings. Yes. I think that's really important to remember if you're trying to think and I guess maybe... Don't turn to doubt if, you, if you're listening and if you're trying to figure out if you're entering a new phase of a relationship or if someone's not really interested anymore, don't forget that there is that, I guess, really intense, hyperactive time period in a relationship as you would with any relationship you have with someone. You go through peaks, yeah. lows, movements. That's, that's life. You do indeed. And I think when people establish a routine in their relationship, they can also do it in the bedroom. And things where they might have been more generous in mm. giving pleasure tend to drop off or they might become less interested in having sexual explorations and adventures. So that's where you need to kind of talk to each other to keep people interested in. Because you mm. know, that's when people say, oh, I've got a load of beta. It's like, well, maybe not. Maybe just not interested in having sex. It isn't working for you. Right? So there's, there's a whole bunch of things that could be at play there, but there's a whole lot of things that are in your power to keep it sexy and keep it cool. Mm. Now, if you've just tuned in, you're on Let's Talk About Sex here on Mornings, and we're talking about ghosting, and it's crunch time. <laughs> we are going to chat about how to let someone down gently, and we could probably do a whole segment on breakup etiquette. Yeah. But if you had to do the too long didn't read, Tanya, how's the best way to handle getting cold feet and doing it in the best way possible? All right. You know, I don't think there's an easy way when it comes to maybe hurting somebody or disappointing them. But ghostling, as we've been saying, is a cowardly way of doing things. Um, I think it's, you know, it might feel uncomfortable, but let them know it isn't working for you. You can say, I'm sorry, but this isn't working out for me. That's all you need to say. The other person may want to know why, and it's up to you to give as much or as little information as you want. You may not even be clear yourself. It might just be a feeling in your bones that this isn't right. But it's about you when you say that. This isn't working out for me. You're not saying there's something wrong with you. I don't like this. I don't like that. So don't make it about them. Make it about you. The important part of that sentence was the for me part of it because people can't really argue with that either, can they? If you say, oh, well, you know, I'm breaking up with you because you're too serious. No, I'm not. I'm not serious. I'm not serious. I can back off. People can sort of want to go into negotiations and, and respond to that. But if you say this isn't working out for me, what can you do about that? Mm. Right? So it's it's quite final. It's quite effective. And it's also quite fine. You can say this isn't the type of thing I've been looking for. But it's going to open up um, a conversation, I think, you know, about what well, what were you looking for? What haven't we negotiated? So I think that this is not working out for me is universal and it covers a lot of things and it's very kind. Yeah. And I mean, you know, there is the whole cliche of it's not you, it's me. But <laughs> I think the problem with when someone says that is that's the opening line and then they go into everything that's wrong with the other person versus Absolutely. flipping the mic on themselves. So don't do that. Yeah, you can because I call that the unarguable truth when you're talking about yourself. People cannot argue with how you feel. And if you say, I feel this isn't working out for me or I feel this isn't right for me, I don't know. Well, can you argue with that? You know, nobody's inside your head and nobody knows your feels. 
Exactly. Yeah. We're going to come back with more on Let's Talk About Sex right after this Manuela track out of Melbourne. It's called Perfect Mistake. Let us know what you're thinking about ghosting, if it's ever happened to you, how you've ever done it to someone, or if you've tried to do it the right way, or any tips that you found really helpful, drop us a line on 0409 945 Supposed to do, yeah. I was out here trusting you, and you were playing games. You tried to play me too, but I caught up, God, when I knew the truth. Now you're asking the shoddy, trying to play me. You are here claiming that you think you still love me. You had me thinking that I was your baby. Manuela with perfect mistake right here on FBI 94.5 FM. You're on mornings with me, my Billick, and I'm joined by Tanya Coons for Let's Talk About Sex. And we've been chatting about ghosting, why it happens, why you should maybe take your time to consider if in a relationship you find yourself, you've maybe not feeling it anymore, how to let someone down gently, do it the right way, do it nicely. And I, I did say this a little earlier, but I mean, I think we've all either had it done to us or unintentionally done it or maybe really maybe brutally done it <laughs> really brutally ghosted someone um more often than not on dating apps yep. do you think it's better or worse to do it on a dating app um i don't really think that it's okay uh i can see why it happens like it leaves the other person mulling over what went wrong uh, um, you know, and I was saying, you know, what if they got run over by a bus or, you know, was it something I said when it may have been absolutely nothing to do with you at all, mm. right? So sometimes people are quite keen to put things on their plate about making everything wrong with them, where it might just be the other person had stuff going on. And I know that on dating apps, people have chats to folk and then it feels good and then everything goes cold. It's pretty part of the parcel there for that, I think. And my advice there is always to hold lightly on dating apps and anything online, really. People chat to multiple folks. They dip in and out of dating. They might, you know, something might happen in their life that would cause them to log out for a while. Sometimes people are, if you're multi-chatting, you might be having a wonderful chat over here and someone does something really douchey over there and it causes the person to log out of the dating app for a while. But if you were the lovely chat person, you have no idea why that person suddenly doesn't log on anymore. Mm. Uh, sometimes people need to take breaks. Sometimes they might have a work or family issue that they're dealing with. You know, Remember, when it's online, it's not all about you. You have absolutely no idea what is going on for the other person. You don't even know if you're talking to a 245-pound truck driver in New Mexico. You have no idea if mm. you haven't met them. Right. So I think it's the anonymity of the Internet that makes it really easy to behave poorly. But really, it doesn't take much effort to type a single line. It's not working out for me. Good luck with everything. Does it? You know, it's just a line. If they get angry, that's what the block button's for. But you've actually just said something that gives that person some closure for whatever's going on there. Yeah. And I think it's really important to not get defensive. Yeah. It's hard because people are like, oh, I really liked you. And it's like, great, I'm sorry, that's disappointing. It's, you know, but I, I mean, even on both sides. It, yeah, if you want to get angry about that, you know, I've heard people come uh, say to me like, hey, do you want to go out? And I'm like, yes. And then they've come back and said, oh, you know what? 
I'm deleting my profile. It's like, okay, thanks, you know, great. And then they've come back a week later and said, actually, no, do you still want to go on that date? And it's like, oh, I'm getting a bit confused. Mm -hmm. (laughs) Um, Yeah, it could be. And maybe they find out stuff about you that's a deal breaker. Yeah. Maybe you lied about your age. Maybe you lied about what you did. If you tell them, they might go, oh, actually, that's changed a lot of things and I can't do it. You know, we just have to have to roll with that, I yeah. think. You know, we can't be everything to all people. Yeah. We and really can't. I think it goes without saying anything you do online or how you carry yourself, talk to someone, you should always go by the adage, if you wouldn't say it to them in person, Yeah. don't say it online. Also, yes, and uh, with, with anything online, if you don't want to read, if you don't want your grandmother to read about it in the newspaper, <laughs> don't type it. Right? <laughs> Please don't. Some of the things that, uh, you know, people say when they're feeling rejected by women, for example, are not kind and not good. So that, that kind of behaviour, not okay. No. Yeah. Tanya, thank you so much for coming through for another lovely hang session here Uh, on Let's Talk About Sex. Always my pleasure. You can, if you just joined us, you missed uh, what was happening a little earlier, no fear, you can always listen back to Let's Talk About Sex wherever you get your podcast from. Just look up FBI Radio and it'll be there. Or you can head to fbiradio.com slash programs and click on Mornings with Maya Billick. That's my name. Hey. Um, and you can you can catch the full spiel. Tanya and I will be back in about a fortnight. There's about 15 minutes left of morning, so don't go anywhere. Here's some Sesame Girl. Bye.